0: Hi, I'm Mel, and this is my co host Jamie, the sexy bikini clad seizure you're about to have on a pile of dirt. <laughs> and and we, we are
1: cheap whores. whores. <laughs> mel hi jamie did you have fun last night
0: i had a great time last night
1: me and mel are having a sleepover yes
0: we had so many snacks and i pooed a lot today and we sound amazing yeah and all wrapped we, up
1: we, we cleaned for like seven hours we cleaned
0: for seven hours so always a good time
1: yeah we were exhausted we got back we rewatched the movie mm-hmm. that we are covering today shark exorcist oh, i can't in preparation wait to talk about it but we waited for fresh brains and now we're sitting here and Mel needs to go home soon, yeah. and we have so much to cover. So, we're not going to go into what we've been go- doing. Like, no, we can do that next episode. We need to start this episode because this movie is ridiculous.
0: Uh, we have a lot to say, we have a lot of commentary. That is what this podcast is about. We watch the movies, we tell you about them, and we are so fucked up by this film that we need to just jump right in. So, before we do that, I'd like to introduce you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your second, third, whatever, millionth time listening, welcome back. We are Cheap Horror a podcast where best friends, Jamie and Mel, that's us, watch horror movies and recap them for you in our own self-proclaimed hilarious way. It is funnier than reading the plot online and, bonus, we will let you know if the dog dies before you watch it.
1: Yeah, we don't, we don't watch those movies. No.
0: Well, we do, but maybe with our eyes closed a little yeah. bit.
1: If I get a, like, surprise, like, if it's one of those really obvious ones, mm-hmm. and it's, like, right at the beginning, you see the family dog and stuff like that. Like, Aftermath,
0: 1994.
1: I, yeah. Like, whenever <laughs> I, well, that was a fucking puppet.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was a Jim Henson puppet. Yeah, guess. Exactly. Ground up.
1: I can handle it. Also, too, like, obviously, our favorite people at doesthedogdie.com mm-hmm. help us out. By having people like you and me who go on there and comment. So if I see it that it's like it is horrendous. Yeah. It's unnecessary blah blah blah. Like I get mad and I might boycott the movie for a little bit. Unless like if somebody says like it's really good you have to just skip it. Then I'll do it.
0: My favorite part of does the dog die. Not a sponsor. Uh, You go there and if somebody has graciously left a comment like Jamie's saying. And they say skip between like 38 minutes 40 seconds to 38 minutes 45 seconds. Um, that saves you a lot of heartbreak yeah. and we will peruse that website before we cover a movie. Yeah. Let you know when to skip just in case you're sensitive like us and that's fine. Like, don't be ashamed. You like, Who wants to see the dog die or the cat?
1: Honestly, whenever I see a movie where you think that the dog would die and they don't kill the dog, I'm oh, so fucking grateful. i dancing. I'm just like, this is my favorite movie today.
0: <laughs> and for the rest of my life until I forget it.
1: <laughs> Which is literally the next day for me. Exactly. Least. Anyways. So
0: this is like what movie four out of six for spring onto the slab. Um, I've lost count and Jamie's gonna go into what we're talking about because I'm sure you guys have heard that a little bit. I wonder if I can remember everything
1: that we've done so far. Okay. So in spring. Okay. In springtime, time w- whenever <laughs> we decided that we were going to pick um, a movie or two. Three. max Okay, we were gonna do three max movies that had to do with the theme of being like dead on the slab, being in a like morgue, yeah. mortuary, autopsy. Exactly. You know, just mainly like dead body shit. And we picked the first three, and we with... did a
0: fuck Mary kill, but then we ended up doing fuck Mary kill for each of us and, and wild
1: card and a wild card fuck Mary killed wild card, and we <laughs> each ended up picking two, right? Of each instead of one of mm-hmm. each. So, <laughs> the first movie that we covered was probably my favorite thus far mm-hmm. of Spring Onto the Slab, and that's Aftermath. That's Aftermath 1994. That was it's, my fuck. It's not your rated mature audience. It's unrated <laughs> it's directors. Unrated directors cut found on the,
0: YouTube. In the basement of a morgue. Yeah, and sure. it's a
1: short. Yes. It's not Aftermath with Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. <laughs> or anybody like that. It's about a coroner slash autopsy technician and a dead body. Mm. So you can check that out if you haven't yet. The second one we did was Jason Goes to Hell. Now, we were probably reaching summer by this point. Yeah. So we were like spring into summer, summer. on the slab, <laughs> <laughs> And then... We took a summer hiatus as we did a little bit of traveling and stuff like that. And um, we came back fresh with a new name. That we randomly thought up of and just, we loved it too much. And we did Phantasm 1979 by Don Cossarelli. Cossarelli. And um, yeah, now we're back into the game. We've recorded, this will be our third episode in the last like couple weeks. I'm super proud of mm-hmm. us. But we just want spring to be over because winter is here. Winter is coming. And by the time we finish, it might be spring again. Yeah. So we want to get some new movies that don't have to do with dead bodies. We love, we love it, but.
0: Yeah. So if you guys wanted to listen to, we did a vodcast where we chose these movies. We used a random thing called like pickerwheel.com to choose for us. And yeah, so we are over the halfway mark, halfway mark now Mm -hmm. with Shark Exorcist. This was the wild card um and our
1: next two movies how does this even have to do with slabs if it this was a wild card it oh, didn't have to do with shit that's right It didn't have to do with dick or shit oh because my wild card yeah. is still the wild card that it's been every time like basically this whole game was made because i want mel to watch a movie <laughs> and, <laughs> Don't tell me. It's and i'm never secret. gonna tell her even though we've probably deduced that she probably has watched it and it, like, has a different opinion than I think she would. And it's just going to be, like, so, like, wah-wah whenever I finally announce it all excitedly to her.
0: <laughs> I'm, you know what, we're going to keep doing random games where we choose and maybe, like, have Jamie's wild card be an option that comes up because nothing wants you to have it. No, Nothing we've been doing wants you to have it. Um, But regardless, um, our next two movies coming up are a little bit tighter are, higher are, budget so yeah. we've got house on haunted hill and autopsy of jane doe coming up next two episodes and then after that we get to start choosing the movies for ourselves again or maybe you guys or maybe you'll you choose guys. them i hope so yeah the,
1: we, we, we don't want the pressure we anymore. don't want
0: the power take it from our hands <laughs> we
1: clearly can't we handle with it <laughs> that power we were
0: over we were drunk <laughs> <with> or <power. laughs> <laughs> just drunk okay so now that <laughs> you guys are um I guess like reawaken to what spring onto the slab is. Uh, We'll be wrapping it up in the next two or so episodes and we can start anew. But for now, guys, we are still um, we are still springing. Even though it's too cold to get in the water, we'll be we'll be at the lake a lot today.
1: We will be at the lake a lot today. Maybe two lakes. (laughs) Oh,
0: you are going to let us know. But let's start off with our normal thing. We covered the IMDB and Rotten Tomatoes stuff now. So that you don't have to. So this film is called, as if we haven't said enough, Shark Exorcist. It was uh, created in 2015, but I think that its release date was 2017. Sure, they ran into some issues there because this movie. So the premise is a demonic nun unleashes holy hell when she summons the devil to possess a great white shark. It is directed by Donald Farmer. It is written by Donald Farmer. And um, Jamie, you might uh, recognize this name. Elaine Huntington, Mother Mary, bitch. The producers are Rustin Henry Jr. and Anna Medley. As I mentioned before, the release date for streaming, this did not make it to any theaters, May 5th, 2017. The runtime is 71 minutes, although 11 of those minutes are credits. The production companies are Stratosphere Entertainment and Suicidal Productions, Makeup by Julia Contrentius, who also plays Jane in this movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: that's, I think, the.
1: Lake victim number two. Okay.
0: Okay, good. I was going to say, I, have, I thought it could maybe be the um, person at the end of the movie. I'm saving that for Jamie to talk uh-huh. about, though, because we've got a lot to say. Uh, Jason Crow, Reagan Ross, Fryer, and Rick Gonzalez are also on the makeup department. Special effects, I think that that There's is. There's that
1: many people. <laughs> Sorry,
0: you don't think you don't think a little bit of uh, jelly, strawberry jelly, counts as makeup? <laughs> you fucking bitch. Uh, special effects are also by Rick Gonzalez. I think he might be in charge, maybe of our uh, shark friend there, and the music—the haunting piano, the sexy piano, the thrilling piano, the joyous piano—all played by Tony Proffer. The budget, Jamie, is estimated to be. 300,000 US dollars and this is shocking to me because I personally cannot conceive what costs them this much money considering most of this looks to be very humbly shot. There are no sets and a crew of under 100 people. I counted every single one of them. Where did the money go?
1: Maybe paying the actors to actually be in the movie.
0: I maybe think a couple of uh, beer and pizza nights after shooting got too wild. <laughs> a
1: bunch of little white baggies, maybe? Yes. <laughs>
0: oh <my God>. 100%. <laughs> with The amount of barbed wire tattoos I've seen in this film, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, this is rated a whopping 1.3 out of 10 on IMDb with no score on the tomato meter, which I don't believe I've ever seen before, although the audience score is... 20% out of 100.
1: Half of the cast isn't even enlisted. <laughs> Half of their shit. I couldn't find anybody in this movie. They might all be dead for real. <laughs> Donald.
0: Uh, maybe they swam, uh, shouldn't have swam in the oil slicks that you will let us know all about. Um, so let's talk about the cast a little bit. The ones that we could find on IMDb. Uh, this is starring real life married couple Angela Carrez as Ali and Bobby Carrez as Father Michael. Channing Dodson as Emily Uh, our brunette friend Emily Madison Carney as bitch friend Laura Elaine Huntington you'll recognize her name as I said as the other writer on this film starring as mother Mary Christy Moritz as sister Reagan Blair Blair Reagan Linda Blair Blair. yeah we we can see where that came from um Roni Jonah as uh Ghost Whackers host extraordinaire Nancy Chase (laughs) Actress Gracie Rogers, who portrays the character Pool Girl, a.k.a. uh, the grown woman with the shark toys, was also a fucking production assistant on this film.
1: so bad. God rest her
0: soul. God rest her soul. So... As far as I can tell, this film has no theatrical rating as it did not make it to theaters. And the only triggers I can really give you here are if you thought you were embarking on a horror movie, let me correct you now. It is a fetish film of girls writhing around on the ground in bikinis. Does the dog die? No dogs. There's only a CGI shark when it comes to animals. And God bless also its soul. Uh, I would love it if you would just start talking about the movie now. I'm so excited. Holy shit.
1: We begin our film in one of our favorite places, a cemetery. Mm. By the looks of it, it is significantly old. My guess was later 1800s. So I did a little deep dive and (laughs) found out that this cemetery is Greenwood Cemetery of Louisiana. Mm. It was first created to accommodate for the 8,000 they lost due to yellow fever. Oh, shit. Plague Mm -hmm. Cemetery. Mm. Exactly. You know those things that we get? (laughs) sometimes yes yeah anyways it also houses a shit ton of dead confederates so rest in distress dickheads rest and piss Mm -hmm. the cemetery is also a hot spot for firemen the cemetery boasts a large fireman statue and according to what i read online any fireman who wishes to be buried there is welcome Another organization, I'm I'm sure that means, like, American. Oh,
0: I was going to say, like, (laughs) you're from, like, Lithuania, and you're like, I really want to be buried. They're like, commie bastards, get the (laughs) fuck (laughs) out (laughs) of here.
1: So, yeah, another organization that took to making a home in the cemetery is the Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks. It's like Mason's Light.
0: <laughs> like, oh. I was like, I thought you meant actual Elks the Animals. I'm no, like, but wait. there is a
1: big statue of an elk, okay. which is beautiful. Elk Cemetery. Mm-hmm. So the Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks was founded in 1868 as a fraternal order. Of course, it took them like 120 years to allow the first Black member. Of course. And I mean, that chapter that did finally mm-hmm. let the Black member in was... I believe in California, okay. which like makes a little bit more sense yeah, because yeah, they they're... tend to be a little bit more progressive there. A little there. bit chiller. Now, don't quote me. It seems like there is still some controversy. And from what I browsed online, it seems that many orders still don't let black people in, like on the down low. Another society, though, was created in 1897 by black men called the Improved Benevolent and Protective Order of the Elves. That's
0: so good. That's like what on uh, Price is Right when somebody bets that one cent more oh, and they win, yeah. that's fucking hilarious. The improved.
1: Well, oh, yeah. We, that's fucking funny. Yeah. So it was created by black men. And at one point, though, the OG Elks tried to fucking sue them and won. Okay? Oh, shit. But they still didn't change the name. Good. <laughs> and like nobody enforced it, I no. guess. LOL. Now, at some point, women were allowed to be part of the benevolent and protective order of the Elks. However, um, they're only allowed to have kind of like a little club called Mm -hmm. the Doe's. And in the I-B-P-O-E-W, which is the improved one, they are called Daughter of Elks. Okay. now, according to a New York Times article published in 2004, Miss Powell, a member of the Daughter of Elks, Um, Say they are basically equals and the men cannot just go in there and like boss them around and Mm -hmm. vice versa. But women cannot be exalted. Meaning being like a ruler of a large, a lodge. Oh, okay? okay. So each lodge has an exalted leader. Yeah. Okay. It's so funny thinking of these grown men just like all being like, and they have so many funny ceremonies and shit. Like, I... where they just like have read all these like things and they're like, hey, who wants a beer? Ah!
0: Yeah, I want so badly for them to just be wearing like hooded capes. I don't see it as being a
1: secret not society. Not the bad ones, guys.
0: Oh, yeah. No, not the pointed hoods. I want them <laughs> to be like literally wearing like satanic robes they do some of them though
1: that's what I want
0: that's how I picture it and if they don't but like it's you literally it's
1: not that cool because underneath the cloaks are like misogyny oh yeah
0: that is true reveal the hood reveal what's the under hood. there
1: so women can start a temple okay but that temple has to belong to a lodge oh, Right? It has to therefore be it still feels pretty boys only it's mm-hmm. also home to a few notable actors and politicians. But again, pretty sure it is still low key segregated and their website boasts a list of interesting, important people. There was like one chick named. Mm -hmm. So this makes me so much more excited to have all of the graves disturbed by this ridiculous movie. So like this cemetery only has one woman listed on their list of like important people, notable people who are buried here. One woman. This bitch. So anyways, (laughs) fuck this cemetery. So, yeah, I'm more excited to have all the graves disturbed by this ridiculous movie. Mm -hmm. Now, we hear a newscaster telling us that they are on lookout for a Linda Blair. How fitting. We learn she is a nun and responsible for the death of 13 little boys and girls. We see a nun walking through Greenwood Cemetery And I say none in quotations because I know a spirit Halloween costume (laughs) when I see one. I own that
0: one. Yeah? I (laughs) literally
1: have that costume. Mm Mm-hmm. Sister Blair continues a stoic march through the cemetery and approaches a body of water. And we get our first audio of the film. Everybody betrayed me. I fed up with this world.
0: Oops, sorry. Wrong audio, (laughs) wrong movie. Hold on
1: one second. (laughs) Sister Blair continues to stare into the water holding some sort of necklace focusing her energy. As she does so, a blonde woman appears who might appear again after with brown oh, hair just saying God. hold on to that in your pocket. Yeah, put it I in your, hope back you brought pocket. your fanny pack. Everybody <laughs> fill
0: it. <laughs> fill, it up. fill
1: that fanny pack. <laughs> um I mean everybody must have at least 30 reusable grocery bags in their cupboard. So mm-hmm. just bring some of those. Yeah, okay? bring some of those. <laughs> so a blonde woman appears and begins to approach the nun from behind the water must be loud today because Linda I'm gonna call her Linda now because yeah, Linda. I think it's safe to say she isn't married to God after all the child murder and shit mm-hmm. so Linda doesn't appear to hear her approach until she is swiftly spun around and given quite the earful you bitch you bitch I know what you did everyone knows you did it I'm going to make sure they punish you. And I won't stop until you're rotting in hell. I am a little worried about the dialogue in this film. We aren't even two minutes in and already I have included every word that has been spoken. Oh, it's How so the long. fuck are we going to be able to pick what to add if it's all solid gold like this, mouth? I was
0: flipping coins. Mm-hmm. Being like, <laughs> I can't have this whole scene, but I need it. At this point, we should just record the audio of this movie and come in and just be like, ha ha. And then like, that's it.
1: So we're just going to remake the movie with our laughter. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, it'll still be better. I mean, what? <laughs> now we see Linda, who's been spun around. She pulls out a huge-ass fucking knife Hunting dagger. knife. And stabs our girl, who we only find out at the end of this movie, possibly, that she might be the character known as Mother Mary. Why? But we don't know why. We don't know what her significance is. We see her come back in the middle of the movie, but alive as a completely different character at one point. And then she's back again at the end with the same outfit as her as a blonde. But now she has brown hair hair. like the girl in the middle of the movie. I know that doesn't make any sense. And I sound like a crazy person. But all I'll let you know right now is one actress, three different scenes, two different characters. That's all you need to know right now. Two outfits,
0: two hairstyles, mix and match the whole time.
1: Yeah, we have a little, like, theory of what the progression probably was, which we'll get to later on. Because mm-hmm. we don't want to confuse you too much because we're still only two and a half minutes into yeah, this movie. fanny packet. Okay, so she stabs our girl who is known only as Lake Victim, which we assumed at first. Yes. But then we saw that she's Mother Mary. We still don't know yet. No. Blood spurts out and it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. You know? It was, fine. It was like, a it was,
0: death. It was a good amount of blood. i I'll really give really like Linda that.
1: Blair's like face. Yes. Like she's just like turns around like, are you fucking like a mosquito? Yeah. And she's yes. like, fuck you. Shut the Bam. fuck up.
0: I've killed 13 kids. You don't <laughs> yeah. think I'm about to cut your entire stomach? You don't good.
1: think I'm about to communicate with my Lord and Savior? Yes. Like, fuck off. Go fuck yourself. So Lake Girl falls backwards. And within, I think we counted it last night, what was the fall? Like four seconds, mm-hmm. her body is drenched. Head oh. to toe her mouth. I don't understand e- it. Everywhere. Blood. Usually I complain about the lack of blood mm-hmm. in certain movies, especially them of the lower budge, which we love. Yeah. But too, it's too dry. It looks like she spilled an entire pitcher of Kool-Aid on herself.
0: Oh, yeah!
1: Linda pulls Lake Victim down a flight of cement stairs that lead to the water. And I love these stairs. Oh. Where do they lead to? Is there a secret city down there? Considering it is New Orleans and Louisiana, possibly. But also what a fun spot to do water bobbins. Yes,
0: bobbins. I wanna like I don't have to jump in.
1: We love bobbins. Mm. And if you wanna know what bobbins is, that's drinking in the water in a circular floatable tube thingy mm. or several pool noodles. Pool noodles. Just shop together. And you just kinda bob and drink. Yeah, hours. And pee. Pee the whole time. We pee on each other. <laughs> it's a whole Shh, fun Donald game Donald Farmer might be listening oh, and I'm <laughs> turned on <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> okay now because I can't just play every single audio for you guys because of time restrictions and mm-hmm. possible li- litigation copyright yeah here is my best impression of Linda's next line Lord Satan accept my sacrifice send me an Avenger <laughs> Not the Avengers, an <laughs> Avenger from hell. <laughs> Linda kicks Lake Victim into the water, and I'd like to point out neither of these actors wanted to ruin their shoes no. because, or the producers were worried about them slipping. I don't know. Maybe like insurance reasons. It doesn't look like they can afford the best insurance po- package. So, no, not as with that we 300K. See, Yeah, neither of them have shoes. Like, as they're walking towards the water and she's dragging her shoes.
0: She's off. She's off. Um, There's going to be a lot of wardrobe inconsistencies in this fucking movie. Yeah. A lot.
1: And a lot of characters that just appear and have no purpose and Mm. die and we never hear about them again.
0: No plot needed. No.
1: As we see Lake Victim float slowly away from the stairs, (laughs) we get our first shot of our shark. And he's beautiful. The Avenger. It's not good. He is a great white and his eyes glow an eerie shade of yellow. And he's CGI claymation nightmare. I don't know. It's like a mixture (laughs) of the two.
0: It's very Jaws 4. Now, I don't know if anybody has gotten that far in the Jaws uh, series, but... He, uh is that one... the one that
1: chases him to another country
0: so that one they've got an underwater kind of lab and it's all glass oh yeah. and at one point the shark is going it's towards work.
1: it's
0: like some sort of science like it's yeah. a marine but like yeah marine biology, center, yes. but they have people who come yes. in and do
1: tours yeah right so
0: the shark you know how you, a shark swims and its body curves and its tail is obviously going back and forth because it needs to move? This shark, for about five minutes, is just a toy shark slowly moving in the water, stagnant, completely still. And you then they pan to the people. They pan to the shark. It's moving a bit closer. Yeah. It is some of the worst shit I've ever seen. At least this shark, she's got some movement.
1: Yeah. Like, I actually thought there was too much movement, if yeah. anything. Like, I was like, sharks are much more like, they're so fucking graceful and mm-hmm. beautiful. Like... Mm-hmm. We're just right off the bat, I'm just going to take a second to say because if you're a horror movie fan like we are, you probably know that the writer of the book Jaws as well as um the director Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. were very regretful yes. after making the book and the film because um, and it was based, like, loosely off of an actual shark that ate somebody. And, mm-hmm. like, back in, like, I don't know, the early 1900s or yeah. late 1800s. And um, the, the, he started with an M. It was, like, the something-something man-eating shark. But after that happened, the world went shark crazy madness. about sharks. And, yeah. like, the uh, the president yes. literally hired people. Declared war on sharks. To go kill as many sharks yeah. as possible. Okay? In around like that area and stuff like there was like some ridiculous there's amount. only been
0: there's only been up until this point since like the 1800s on record something like only a thousand or two thousand fatal shark attacks like yeah it's for yeah, hun- hundreds of
1: years yeah and then after the man eating shark incident when yeah. the book came out mm-hmm. people went crazy again and then the movie came out and literally that's where you get all these fucking florida shark tournaments and shit like that that's horrible. where their or- origins all started around this time and they're still going on and i mean you can learn more about that if you want to by watching eli roth's film finn um i haven't watched it but i do do a lot of research on sharks and stuff but i just, like, just I, can't, I can't i can't like mm-hmm. i'll just i'll have my eyes shut scream crying mm-hmm, the whole time mm-hmm. so maybe one day like i really do want to watch it but i love that people are out there doing the work from the horror community. So congratulations to you, sir. Thank you. We pan back to Lake Victim. So just saying, we just saw our CGI shark. We pan back to LV, Lake Victim, still floating. And that water is really dark, okay? It's It's so gross. It's brown, dark brown. And I don't know if Louisiana has sharks. Well, actually, now we do. And according to Alexa, yes, there are great whites, although sightings are rare. Either way, they definitely have alligators and, like, dead bodies everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't they have, like, dead bodies everywhere floating and stuff in the water? Because oh, yeah. of all the flooding. Yes, and the, the, yes. That's why they have, like, a lot of mausoleums now. So I think I'll skip that dip, okay? <laughs> As Lake Victim floats on, we get another sh- shot of our possessed shark, and it is swimming towards the camera. So I assumed that that's their way of showing us that it was headed for the lake victim and probably Ader, the end
0: Mm -hmm. the end
1: we now have another shot of the water but now it looks like sunrise or sundown and we get our title shark exorcist and the font for shark is serving me street sharks Mm. from the fucking early 2000s slash street fighter
0: Oh, yes. Very
1: similar to Street Fighter. It's like
0: a grunge, distressed, blocky type of font.
1: Yeah, it's got a little Tales of the Crypt, mm-hmm. a little creep show little vibe. Misfits. I know that there is an exact show or something, and it was fucking driving me nuts. And I yeah. spent probably two hours. Oh, you did? On the first five minutes of this movie. <laughs> so I had to move on. If you guys know what yes. font it is, please email us at cheaphorsepod at gmail.com. And I will give you a fucking high five via the internet. Okay? Yes. Thank kiss, you so much. Lips. And you know what? I'll give you a fucking shout out. Yes. Our, oh, our yeah. Hundred hundred
0: hundred percent. Mm hmm.
1: The Exorcist part at the bottom is as close to the Exorcist mm-hmm. font from the movie, The Exorcist, as they possibly could without getting sued. Like they're just as missing like little points at the end of certain things or they added points it's onto it. It's still
0: a thin serif font. They except it was red for this movie instead
1: of purple. Yeah, exactly. They are now going through the actors of, of the film, and I can see already it has a little similarity to our last film, Phantasm, 1979, in that this seems to be a family affair. Mm-hmm. Oh, and someone named Channing Dodson's in it, and I just couldn't help myself. You shouldn't use my
0: name. You know, Dodson! Dodson! We've got Dodson here!
1: As the credits continue to roll, we see a jellyfish swimming, and then a shark. And this is no great white shark, though. No. I'm thinking it's a reef shark, but she's just a cutesy whittle one. It
0: brew. It brew. It's fucking aquarium
1: footage. It the could part, even like... be a Mako, maybe. Like it's got like a pointier little face, yeah. kind of. And it's tiny. Like it's it's cutesy woozy. Somebody had
0: a day in an aquarium and took their own footage, added it. You know what yeah. I mean? Those little tubes. Like the belly's you under. a light
1: gray in like a darker gray up top. There's no white, but maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? You're but not, no, wrong. not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> All right. And then we see one year later come across the screen. We see a car cruise by and suddenly we are inside the vehicle with three hotties who look like they were plucked right off of Bourbon Street and asked if they want to be in the movies. Definitely. <laughs> one of these girls, Lauren, is a total cunt. She is causing shit with her. Okay. I wrote shotgun. Oh, she's, <laughs> she's riding-, riding
0: shotgun. Okay.
1: <laughs> One of these girls, Lauren, is a total cunt, and she is sitting shotgun with her feet out the window, bitching about how hot she is and the lack of air conditioning and the fact that they are not going to a water park, but a lake. I am getting Tarantino vibes with the feet,
0: but my notes are like, after all, this is a fetish movie, so let's go for it.
1: And I wrote, and I am just praying for a death proof moment oh to happen God. and one of those legs to be ripped off of her body <laughs> and flying through the air. Oh, sisters. <laughs> we just touched fingers. Yeah, we did. Because we're weird. together today.
0: That's why we sound so good.
1: Yeah, or really loud. <laughs> Allie the other blonde now Mel pointed out and it's quite obvious this movie has one amazing quality mm-hmm. and that is their ability to introduce their names every oh, time they talk yeah. to each other so we didn't Mel remembered them yeah I still probably was confused but <laughs> that's 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 just what happens you know that melted brain
0: unnatural conversation where we just meet them we're in the car for the first time and they're like hey lauren what are you doing i don't know emily like what about you well what does Allie think like right away i'm like listen that is so tacky but do i now know your names and i'm not gonna fuck them up and call you blonde hair black mascara versus low ponytail and brunette friend like now i know who you're
1: donald farmer explaining to the actors right now why like literally he's like probably thinks just like uh, like a really weird creepy dad yeah. but like you know in the I'm way so that i'm so proud of myself you know you're you're like the child mm-hmm. and you're like kate i'm just telling you like we don't do that anymore maybe back in like the 70s dad <laughs> but like it just sounds so unorganic and yes. blah, blah blah and he'll be like Listen, nope. they're gonna remember your name yes. do you want your name remembered you want your you name to you be a star
0: <laughs> get in a bikini and get on the floor now yeah
1: so Allie, the other blonde riding in the back tells lauren she's li- she likes it hot and looking at IMDB and the fact that she is, like, the only person with a headshot, she might be our final girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Although, I'm a big fan of the driver. She's actually so drop-dead gorgeous. Her name is Emily. I'm so happy they all call each other by name within 30 seconds, mm-hmm. so I don't have to go far to learn their names. Yes. Let's hope I can remember them. <laughs> our girls arrive at their destination. Lake Pont Chartrain, New Orleans. Nalads. And according to the sign that is suddenly inserted as like a still, this is not a safe swimming location. And I'm going to teach you why. Because who needs to take notes when you can learn all about different bodies of water? (laughs) Yes. Geography class. All right, so according to Fox 8 News, it's actually kind of a cave underneath in some places, Lopez said. So if you get (laughs) into the water there, and we don't recommend that, but if you did, there are forces that could pull you underneath. What forces? Are the evil shark forces? Oh my God. (laughs) The worst would be like, ah, an undertow, but an
0: undertow that takes you into a cave underground and you're stuck. In hell, in and, hell, and then also
1: underneath, wet, it fucking, dark.
0: It's just too? like what's
1: under there—garbage and shit. Like that's what grosses me out. Like other whenever bodies. I, my sensory issues start like fucking going yeah. off whenever I think about how it's literally a wall that's stopping moving yes. water. So it's definitely got a big undertow. It's got a big current, all that shit. But also, that's where all the garbage lines up and hangs out, and people's cigarette butts and their condoms, and,
0: and stuff. the other dead bodies that couldn't get out. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: So basically, those stairs are called a seawall. And because it's holding a bunch of water in place that is constantly moving, you have strong currents and undertow and you can literally be sucked under those steps. All of this is my nightmare. Dark, creepy underwater locations. Mm -hmm. No thanks. That's where Jason and the other monsters
0: live. Mm -hmm.
1: The shallow lake average depth or the like the big like the deepest area is about 12 feet is brackish. Receiving fresh water from Lake Morpa, Morpa. I don't know what that means in French. Don't but... undying. Oh yeah, You're like Morpa, Ma- but it's like M-A-U-R-E-P-A-S. Oh, then it's Nachpa. Maybe it's a name, a French name. The Tangipahoa, Tanja and the Chafuncte. I'm so <laughs> sorry, guys. They they really look like indigenous names too. So I'm really like trying hard not to like you know butcher it no, not to butcher it um the bayou's lacombe which is like what people always think my last name is and it's not and bonfuca as well as drainage canals and salt water from the gulf of mexico
0: okay so there is a there is the potential for shark transference
1: Well, like, I mean, a lot more. Uh, I doubted great whites could live there. So I researched Mm -hmm. and you'll be happy to know that only one great white shark has been spotted ever. And I'm going to put my money on it being our Satan (laughs) shark. (laughs) Double
0: down, man. Double down on that. (laughs) Bet it all on that shark. Now,
1: 99% of the sharks that actually live in there (laughs) are bull sharks. And yeah, they bite people and shit. They are the most aggressive. I can tell you all about bull sharks. Also, Mako and tiger sharks have been (gasps) spotted there as well, which are the two other most fucking aggressive ones. I suddenly have so much respect for Lake Victim. Yeah. (laughs) Number one, Mother Mary.
0: (laughs) The potential is actually unsettling how accurate this movie is.
1: Yeah. So... Back to the film. I'll come back with some more information Mm -hmm. later, though. I did Mm -hmm. so much research. I feel so smart. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So the crew exit the vehicle, and Lauren and Emily decide to go work on their tan. But Allie stays back for a minute to make a phone call to Bobby. And it sounds like he's in trouble. Mm -hmm. Bobby. So the two girls lay out their tiny fucking towels (laughs) on the grass. Like, they look like dish towels. (laughs) And immediately pull out their phones and start scrolling. Emily asks Lauren if Allie is okay, um, and asks, didn't her boyfriend cheat on her or something? Lauren says, I don't know. Allie never said anything. Allie never said anything to me. And Emily probes her. Did she not tell you anything, or did you not listen? You aren't the world's best listener, she states. And this is confirmed in the next quick audio clip.
0: Who knows? She didn't say anything to me about it. Or she might have said something, but you never listen. You're not the world's best listener. I do listen. Um, then close your eyes. What? I said close your eyes. What's going on? What color is my swimsuit? Um, I don't know, green? Not even close. Um, it's pink. (laughs) You are such a cheater. You totally
1: looked. I'm calling it now. She's banging Bobby. Can I also fucking
0: mention that you don't (laughs) have to hear to know what color a fucking bathing suit is?
1: I wrote, Emily proves her intelligent by then asking Lauren... What color her bathing suit is. And I'm left wondering how sight is associated with listening. Yeah. Anyways, Emily is like, where's that batch Allie? No, she didn't say that. <laughs> I wrote that. She but where well. is she? Anyways, and we cut to Allie slowly walking into the water. And she has a butt Good for her. <laughs> it's like a nice butt. It is. And so much black eye makeup. Like 2005, not oh, 2015. Yeah. Level eyeliner and mascara. She dives into the water, and instantly we get an underwater perspective of a glowing-eyed shark. Thanks, the shark. <laughs> Hail Satan. Swimming below. Now, let me get into a little bit more detail about our lead, the shark. <laughs> 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 I can't tell if he's claym- claymation or CGI, but his movement is quite rigid and short, like we mentioned before. Not elegant and graceful like a real majestic great white, who should be protected at all costs. We need these fuckers to clean up the ocean way more than we need them for soup and trophy hunting, you assholes. Fuck yourselves. Allie begins to swim back to shore, but not quite quick enough to outrun our new fish overlord, Satan Shark. (laughs) We see that clay mouth filled with pointy teeth open wide and suddenly Allie can't swim or is being attacked by a shark. I can't tell. Lauren and Emily hear something, or should I say Emily hears something and Lauren is a stupid bitch. (laughs) Emily runs down the steps and pulls in an unconscious, barely alive Allie. Are you okay? What happened?
0: Stay with me. Stay with me. My My best friend Allie, you've got to stay with me. You've got to stay with me. What happened?
1: Quick reminder, Emily is Allie's best friend. Yes.
0: I'm so happy I have you as my best friend.
1: <laughs> Allie is still completely submerged in the water, and Emily has her legs in. Allie has blood dribbling down her cheek and what appears to be a hickey from her shark on her leg. Dude, <laughs> the... it, it looks like, okay,
0: if you rolled a Play-Doh, red Play-Doh, mm-hmm. into a worm shape and then made a circle on her leg and pressed it in, there it is. That's mm-hmm. your shark bite.
1: Oh, 100%. The wound is basically non existent. Mm-hmm. Like the red mark on your leg, like you said, is the size of like, I don't know, one tooth? One yeah. great white shark tooth? Like,
0: it's the size of like a, I don't even know, it, you know what it's it looks a like. Dog mouth. I'll
1: tell you exactly what it looks like. It looks like somebody took a balloon mm-hmm. and filled it with Kool Aid or a mixture of Kool Aid and red jello. Mm-hmm. And then shot it, and then the balloon stuck on the leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like a little bit of like a- little circle. A little circle. And then the Kool-Aid around it and on her mouth. Yes, yes.
0: Always the mouth bleeding in this movie. The mouth is always bleeding, but it's not bleeding.
1: It looks like they just spit up- Yeah. Colored water. Mm. Yet she appears to be barely clinging on to life. Emily yells to Lori. (laughs) Lori. (laughs) Lori. To get some help. And I'm left wondering if that's, like, her cute character nickname or if Emily completely forgot, forgot her yet. scene partner's name. Yes. Who's the dumb one now? <laughs> <laughs> Who's not listening now? <laughs> yeah, really. We fade to black as Emily reassures Allie that she'll be
0: okay. Yeah. And they're still in the water. And again... She's bleeding in the water and the shark loves <laughs> it. The shark's like, fuck yes. Mm-hmm.
1: We are now in a hospital corridor. Machines and people in scrubs and are speckled throughout. You know, like, hospitals are... Like a lot of machines, though.
0: <laughs> Bro, this is 100% uh, footage that y- the guy, director, definitely just turned on his camera, walked through an actual hospital. All of the nurses' backs are turned. Like, I don't think that this should be This seems to recording. happen
1: a lot throughout this movie. Like, yeah. any outdoor public scene, which is all of them. Yeah. Because.
0: Non-permissed. I bet you nothing was signed. You
1: would see the angle change suddenly down and up yeah. and whatever. To as avoid people's, pe- people's faces. faces exactly. Oh, yeah. oh, my God okay so we hear an intercom call it for a dr ballard i couldn't confirm this um as they're not credited but upon clarifying his name on imdb i came across a little fun fact it would appear that the man we meet in approximately two seconds brian bennett the news anchor is played by our writer and director donald farmer Lesson. This is Brian Bennett with Channel Nine News, live from Paris Landing, where for the past week swimmers have been terrorized by a bizarre series of brutal shark attacks. Currently, the entire area has been closed. While well, police try to determine if the reports are true and, in fact, a man eating shark is loose in these waters. Stay tuned to Channel Nine News for more on this developing story. So, if you want to see Who's making the creepy breathing (laughs) noises behind the camera? That's him. That is him. News
0: Anchor, Channel (laughs) 9. Yeah.
1: Like, literally, Mal. thank you so much for pointing that out. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I noticed it, but I thought, like, they were just doing it to increase the, like how severe the shark
0: attack scary things are
1: you know like kind of like in jason and movies like that they've got like the kind of breathing because you're pov them but like it's like the shark can't be you're
0: not supposed to be hearing that it was just him yeah it's so wrong
1: Mm -hmm. we begin our next scene in an arcade slash casino where (laughs) that bitch lauren is playing some underwater shark game She gets up and walks away, and holy shit, she wasn't kidding about being hot. The sweat stain on the back of her shirt puts me to shame, and I sweat. Gray was a bad choice. Light gray is never a good option. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Emily appears and proceeds to escort Lauren out of the establishment like a mom busting their 15-year-old for drinking at a party. I mean,
0: Lauren does look significantly younger than the rest of them. Very much
1: so. And guys, like when we say that this looks like, yeah, two thousand five to two thousand ten, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the hair, the side parts, the bleach, the little white shorts, like the the cut off shirts with the collars, yes, yeah, and they're all blousey. Like oh, I just, I can't. Anyways, it's just bringing me back to a time of really bad fashion, and I hate oh, it. Yeah. The two sit on a bench outside and Emily starts to interrogate Lauren on where she's been and why she hasn't visited Allie. She informs her that she's been released from the hospital, due to being miraculously healed, mm. like a miracle, <laughs> from the shark bite. <laughs> and I'm proven right in about two seconds. I, I just got back from the hospital. Cool.
0: Why haven't you been there to see Allie? Just because. Okay, well, I thought that you might want to know that she got released today because apparently she got miraculously healed from this shark fight. That's cool, whatever. Well, I'm also worried about her going back to Bobby. You know, who cheated on her. Bobby didn't want anything to do with her. Okay, how do you know that? Have you been doing something behind Allie's back with Bobby? Whatever. No, I'm serious. If you have been, like, Allie's going to be super pissed and it's just going to make a big mess of things. Whatever. Lauren, I'm serious. A big mess.
1: Hoes over bros, ovaries over broveries, chicks over dicks. You asshole, pick me, girl. I hate Lauren. I love Bobby. I love Bobby. I mean, she doesn't really tell us, but we fucking yes, we
0: know, we
1: know. And I knew it. I you knew it. it. You did. As soon as Mm -hmm. they were talking about it, I just yeah, I knew it. Anyways. Oh, well, I haven't met Bobby yet, but already I can tell they are a match made in heaven. I hope they give each other all of the incurable STDs. Yes, get that
0: gonorrhea. Actually, I think gonorrhea is curable.
1: Chlamydia turns into gonorrhea and then it makes you go crazy and you die. But you might be able to fix it nowadays, but isn't that how people no, die? No, chlamydia is its own thing. You take three pink pills, it goes away. But it It'll, can turn, if it's untreated, it can turn into gonorrhea. No, no? It go, no, it just makes you... That sounds like something I learned back in the day in Cornwall yeah. from and like then, somebody yeah. in high school. And then you've held on to like that information. Or like some dumb nurse at the like, <laughs> health unit building for <laughs> she's teenagers. Just, she's just a,
0: a volunteer. Like she's not even a nurse. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. You're thinking about that one that... I can't remember. That goes up your spine and makes you crazy. Uh,
1: Syphilis. Syphilis. Syphilis is incurable. Is it gonorrhea turns into syphilis? No, they're both all different. One disease can turn into another, I swear. We will Google it after and we'll come back.
0: I mean, HPV can turn into cancer.
1: And also warts.
0: Yes. Yeah, Yeah, genital warts. Yes.
1: Anyways, welcome (laughs) to our show about STDs. (laughs) Okay. We're just both such like... Virgos. Yeah, we're this like, we a... need to
0: get down to the bottom of no, I need of to know and right, right And
1: Mel's going to probably Google it as I, I <laughs> keep talking. All right. Lauren gets up and walks away, as does Emily. And we are in a new scene with paranormal investigator Nancy Chase of Ghost Whackers, who I like to think of as ghost masturbators, <laughs> which sounds like a sex service for the spirit world. Mm. Nancy says her little intro, getting a thumbs up by her chubby camera dude with two, yes, two eyebrow rings that are probably trying to escape his face (laughs) she then gives us a reference as to why she is here with us today i'm at paris landing what um that's in tennessee the scene of a strange series of attacks that turned beautiful bodies into blood-soaked mangled corpses reports claim a giant shark is feeding on the swimmers Is that really true? I can tell you that the sun is bright in this scene, folks. The actors can barely keep their eyes open and Mm. our girl Nancy is a ginge. The lighting is a poor choice and she has the complexion of an actual ghost. Nancy begins to invoke the spirits of the water by kneeling on a rock two feet from the shoreline. Cue Shark pulling her in, please. And yelling up at the sky while casually touching her chest. Again, I'm at a crossroad of whether or not all audio is valuable. Nancy asked how these women have died, you know, here at Paris Landing. But what women? Who's died? And why are the other girls in Louisiana? Anyways. And if there is something evil below or something even more sinister than she can even imagine, what is more sinister than evil, Well, There's <laughs> that just, line. It. it doesn't even make any sense. Is there something evil below or something even more sinister than evil? even she can imagine so So, what what would it be what what evil does she imagine what love what is in her head so
0: maybe she's thinking because she's ghost whacker is like could it be evil spirits a shark or satan or both (laughs)
1: like what What? how would she know so so vague before we are even given an answer nancy slowly rolls onto the grass and begins convulsing this is what happens when you feed gingers after midnight get them wet or keep them in the sun for (laughs) long periods of time so guys i'm just saying i fucking love gingers and i dye my hair red all the time mel can confirm this i like i have ginger envy if anything okay as someone who used to have seizures in her youth me myself jamie i can tell you this is exactly how i sound (laughs) and i'm gonna pass this on to mel now that i have uh, divulged what i sound like whenever i have a seizure Bye. so one
0: thing i notice before i move on to my stuff is that some weird breaking the fourth wall shit happens while doing her cold open for the show nancy turns away from her cameraman and begins speaking to the camera that is not meant to be there like our camera the camera that we the viewer are watching so she fully breaks the fourth wall and her viewers because her cameraman is now behind her would be seeing the back of her head as she addresses as it addresses addresses nothing behind her so the choice is one of the most insane ones of uh to me of this whole
1: movie oh wow Oh wow. That. oh wow oh <laughs> wow sorry <laughs> jamie's texting i'm i'm texting because somebody's about to arrive here and um we you know want to be prepared <laughs> you're like oh wow I'm i could have i could have just said hey, and i took I'm a big shit pause. on the floor i'm gonna get you to read it that's so crazy like i didn't even notice that she was just like she i just turned, thought she was eccentric oh, and she was just away. like being she just I, this movie just sucks so much already <laughs> film wise that I just assumed it was a choice like a shot an artistic choice. Could I don't you know.
0: imagine you've got your cameraman filming like the show and then the, the host turns their back to you the viewer and talks to nothing behind them.
1: But well, you see it on like, uh, like you know, whenever we watch like Drag Race yeah. or things like that, where they're directing them to do whatever, like a, a let's just say, like a scene mm-hmm. between partners. And yeah, somebody just turns even to the side. They're like, no, 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 no. no. You, you have, have to be always facing be facing us. The camera. Yeah.
0: You never film the back of someone. Anyways, Fuckers. the whole thing is fucking insane. Yeah, so all of that was weird. Um, we're back now at some park with brunette friend Emily and fresh out of the hospital alley. The two are walking around, reminiscing about the chunk that was taken out of Allie's leg, even though there are no visible marks remaining, nor is she struggling to go hiking right now. The piano really ties together the raw emotional moment between these two friends. Look, I'm sorry I'm not all happy, smiley,
1: 24-7, Emily. Like you said, I almost died. You did, Allie, and I was so scared. Maybe it'd be better if I had died. Then you wouldn't have anything to worry about. Allie don't you see that? I mean, that's the thing about almost dying, Emily. It is a real buzzkill.
0: Wow, that was excellent. That's deep. There's super deep cuts. So Emily is concerned for her friend, and Allie is like, girl, don't even worry. I don't even need this bandage anymore. She pulls the bloody rag off of her leg to reveal a completely fine leg, not a single blob of the cherry jello seen earlier in the film. Why was the bandage even bloody if her leg... Was healed. Why? There's no answers. Uh, Donald. Donald. he <laughs> made some choices, bitch. So when Emily remarks on this, Allie gives her a whatever and tells her she's going home to soak in her tub. Emily says, that's all you ever do anymore. And Allie says, feels good. You should try it. And I'm like, hmm, sounds like something a possessed shark would say.
1: And I'm like, it sounds like something our friend Steph would say.
0: (laughs) It's true. (laughs) You should try it sometime. Feels good. (laughs) So we pan to Ali, I guess on a different day. In a different outfit, walking randomly through the woods. She sticks her thumb out, then keeps walking because there's nothing on the road. Literally. She twirls in her sexy black miniskirt and sheer crop top and sticks out her thumb again.
1: That's not a cleared crop top. It's a lace crop top, you know, like oh, we used yes. to wear in oh, yes, In 2005.
0: <laughs> so yeah, she sticks that thumb out again for, again, no car. No cars coming in the woods today, bitch. So we pan over that thumb very slowly as romantic piano music plays in the background. Suddenly, a gray minivan pulls out of someone's driveway and stops for her. She strides up in those high black heels and asks the driver, the wish version of Tommy Lee from Motley Crue, if he would happen to be going up to the lake. He's like, girl, do you mean Paris Landing? Isn't that where all those people got killed? Not that us, the audience, would know anything about that since we've just seen one attack so far can
1: I stop you for a second yes I didn't realize and remember him saying it was Paris landing yeah so Paris landing is not in New Orleans which we will find out later but like we didn't I I hadn't figured out in my head if they were trying to pretend it was all in one shot or if it was people in different parts of where waters maybe touch all experiencing it but that points out that they these girls are show up to Lake Pontchartrain? Yeah, yeah, they're pretending it's Paris. Yes, but because I looked at the cemetery mm-hmm. and I looked at the steps and I found exactly what that looks like. That's why I gave all of our information on yeah, it. Yeah,
0: but they're all supposed to be in, in Paris. Tennessee. Yes, in Tennessee, but they're in
1: New Orleans, uh, Louisiana. Yeah. Back to the film.
0: Oh, back to this mess. Bless this mess. Um, so she tells the driver, Wish Tommy Lee, that she is going with him or without him, and he offers her a ride. So she's like, really? Oh, my God. Like, clip, clop, 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 clip into the car. Um, and while driving through some back lot, he gets fresh with her in her sexy outfit, sliding his hand up her skirt. She gives him a dirty look and angrily slaps his hand off of her fucking leg. And then the scene fades into a shot of some lake water. We pan up the water and the two of them, Allie and Wish Tommy Lee, are hooking up. Now, randomly, what is happening? She just slapped his hand away and now they're splashing each other's chest. They're kissing and grinding up on each other, smiling. So I guess she wasn't into it in the car, but that dirty lake changed everything. They are even
1: splashing. Like, you can tell, like, they're the couple that they're are like, really they're married they're a couple in real life yes. but like she has her extensions out which you pointed out yes. she keeps taking them out before getting right in the water going in the yeah. water so <laughs> literally they're walking up to the water or whatever extensions then no extensions and she's probably like if you fucking get my hair or my makeup because we're doing another scene right after yeah. this like the rest of the movie probably all in one shot she does go under in this scene though but i'll get to that oh yeah. okay well the, the it we've... just looked like she was just like don't splash me all of me that
0: out. black makeup probably isn't because she's actually wearing black makeup but because it's all just smearing everywhere because she has to keep dunking under mm. so yeah anyways the haunting piano plays over this disturbing display and i think that you can hear someone being genuinely murdered in the background what are we doing here, guys? After several uncomfortable moments, Ali dips below the water surface. We are shown the exact same CGI shark with the glowing eyes. And based on the size and amount of water surrounding this shark, you'd say it's at least 20, 30 feet deep in the water. But we cut back to the man that I'm calling Tommy, who is standing in water, barely up to his waist, getting bumped by presumably this same shark. Great white shark. This same great white shark in water that's barely up to somebody's fucking waist. Mm -hmm. Mm, Accuracy. So he is suddenly pulled under, but pops up for a moment, swimming to the same dilapidated stairs that enter the lake that we've seen three whole times now. The shark has a single favorite spot to hunt, and for some reason, no one is reporting this or avoiding the area. Um, Also, after he's air quote eaten, you can literally see him swim off screen in the top left. Oh, yeah. Also, I guess Ali is the shark
1: okay (laughs) we still haven't figured out if it's when she gets wet she turns into the shark or if she when she gets wet the shark appears to her to be like hey i'm here yeah just reminding you that you belong to satan now yeah we haven't figured that out and that will also continue on throughout the movie with other characters we'll never figure
0: it out and we will never be told maybe
1: in shark exorcist 2 that is apparently maybe being made
0: I'm not ready. And also
1: just want to point out to everybody, as per each of our episodes, you might hear the grinding of bones in the background as we don't want to... We are serial killers. We don't want to disrupt the dogs.
0: (laughs) I like it. It is ambient noise. So yeah, um, after uh, Wish Tommy Lee is eaten, we get some cutscenes of a stork, another no swimming sign, and bam, we're at a convent. And is anyone else smelling burnt toast or just me? We join a man of the cloth as he peers over some paper at his desk, and it's literally the guy we just saw die. What is happening? After that ludicrous display in the lake, Father should be taking that white collar thing right off and burning it. The priest opens a letter, and this wonderful voiceover happens
1: My dear Father Michael, it is with a heavy heart that I must inform you of the death of your brother. The circumstances of his death are still a mystery, but an investigation is underway. In the meantime, let me assure you that our love and our prayers are with you always. In Christian faith, Monsignor Suwoski
0: I am surprised that we got any clarification at all here and I kind of wish they just omitted the letter and left us scratching our heads like, didn't we just see this guy die and he's a priest? Like, what is that? Um, But I do appreciate that we have to now accept that the same actor with a barbed wire tattoo is a a man of God now. Mm -hmm. The letter goes on to detail that the circumstances of the brother's death are a mystery, but don't worry, an investigation is underway much Christian love, Monsignor Swarovski. Uh, wouldn't the police be coming to interview him? Like, why is he getting a letter from the Vatican being like,
1: your brother has been yeah, murdered? The police called the Vatican to call him and yes. tell them, them the bad news. but Or just the Vatican, because we do know that they're all just, like, evil fucking overlords of, like, probably of, real satanic hell. sharks. Exactly. Yes. They probably got a message from the shark direct. Yeah. <laughs> be like, we ate Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait you call him Tommy too yes <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> so anyways let's go back to Ali uh, oh, Ali's wait. house before you move oh, forward yes, yes yes
1: um last night when we were watching it again I wanted to point out to Mel um that if you look on Monsignor not Monsignor but the priest's desk <laughs> there's like all sorts of texts around and there's like you know bookshelves and then you see like some stacked books and they're all acting books yeah
0: how to act <laughs> how to act like a priest when your twin brother who is actually you was killed um while Four splashing dummies, up version one yes version <laughs> 6.8 so yeah let us go to ali and i guess emily's house they live together mm-hmm. um so brunette friend emily is banging on the bedroom door asking if ali is in there and there is a sexy Eight by ten shot of Ali posing on a dresser in the corner of the shot, like in front of Emily, just in case we forgot who she is as a character. Um, P.S. The bedroom is empty. Also, uh, if this is supposed to be the room of anyone over the age of 13, I have some questions. Well enough of dry land, let's go back to the dock with esteemed host of Ghost Whackers, Miss Nancy Chase. She's again being filmed from the back of her head by her videographer while she addresses our movie camera. She recaps about how last episode of Ghost Whackers, terrible name, she tried to make a psychic connection with the shark victims but wound up tapping into something much darker, much more evil. She believes a demonic entity is trapped in the water and is possessing a shark? Someone is thinking what I'm thinking right now because out of nowhere...
1: Bullshit! Who the fuck said that?
0: A random young woman in a blue dress comes stomping up the dock and announces herself as Brianna Bennett from Ghost Fakers and fucking calls the shit out of Nancy. This chick is ready to be on camera. Hair and makeup done. She is taking over ghostwhackers, telling them that these are just shark attacks. No ghouls or goblins involved. And Nancy is just doing this for ratings. This exchange was hard to even understand because all you can really hear is... Is the wind it sounds like absolute shit i am sorry <laughs> so back at the parish uh we see father michael looking up locking up the holy house he walks to the end of the driveway and crosses himself inexplicably i guess to remind us all that he is in fact a priest Mm -hmm. he pops open his iphone 5 and starts scrolling photos of medieval demonic art it is stressing him out so i don't know why he's doing it exposure therapy perhaps maybe needs to remind himself why he chose this career to begin with but let's tuck that into our back pocket because suddenly we are back at the cemetery with three never before seen women no names no background. I guess they're just holding hands in a circle, wearing all black, calling on some spirits. So I guess they're supposed to be witches. Now, Jamie, notice something fun about one of these women.
1: Okay, so we are in a scene from, like, the craft. They are summoning Mano. I think they actually <laughs> said Sybil. Yes, Sybil. Which is, like, an actual, like, deity. Mm-hmm. So the three of them are, like, summoning something. And anyways, one of the women in there... I paused for a moment, and I was like, just wait a second. Why does she So familiar? this brunette, I'm like, where do I know her? And instantly, I recognized her as the lake victim. Uh, number one. Number one, basically, the one that gets kicked in by Linda Blair into the water. Yes. The, like the, the original, one who gets stabbed by the, the nun. The original yeah. stabbed by the nun girl yeah. who has bleachish blonde hair. Long like, bleached hair. Long bleached hair. She now has medium length brown hair. Yes. But it is exactly the same person. Yes. We never hear or talk or anything about her again. For now. now.
0: For now. This is supposed to
1: be an a entirely different, different character. Who never got I stabbed, guess. Who has different hair, different outfit, different everything. Let that linger.
0: But you have to let it linger. So, yeah. Anyways, after they call on Sybil, suddenly we flash to a girl in a white silk negligee and robe booking it into what looks like their cemetery, pulling at her hair, screaming before collapsing, and, surprise, writhing on the ground while the camera films her from her bust down. This, oh, and yes, heavy breathing. This is the only consistent theme in the movie. Women hitting the ground, and that's that's what they love to do, writhing around, and the cameraman is loving it. Mm -hmm. So, cut to another angle, and she is now inexplicably covered in blood all of a sudden it we, looked like poop in the
1: middle of her leg
0: this was in a weird spot it was looking like ovulation time so i mean sharks love it bears love it i guess we love it too we pan back to the three I witches and the main leader one who was calling to the spirit starts you guessed it also dropping and writhing on the ground and then we pan back to the negligee woman her eyes are now bleeding and she's squirming on the grass Back again to the group of three. The witch's friends are all rolling their eyes as the friend's eyes start bleeding, saying that she's faking it. It's all fantastic. We now go back to Father Michael, who's looking at his phone, and he's crossing himself again. And I'm like, was he watching that footage on his phone after scrolling the photos of the demons? I
1: was like, he was just looking at Pazuzu statues.
0: (laughs) The only way to explain why those scenes are in this movie would be if he was scrolling the photos of those demons and then...
1: They were also, at the same time, possessing those girls.
0: Or he had that video on his phone of an a possession happening, and that's why he's watching it. It was The only thing that would make sense is if he was watching that. Yeah, because never
1: hear or see or anything about these girls again. Like, it's just done. Yes.
0: I I literally have in my notes right here, do not stress about this too much. I have a feeling this will never come up again. And it doesn't. And it doesn't. But you know what? We're done with the parish. We're done with the girls in the cemetery. Let's go to the park, shall we? to a random young woman screaming on a merry-go-round. She's playing with some shark toys. And I'd like to remind you that this is Gracie Rogers, who is also a production assistant on this film. We watch her playing in the park, and at one point she tries to go down the slide while standing on her feet and fully almost dies in real life. I have no words. I feel like she needs a guardian and should not be left unattended. I don't know if she's acting either. It's giving me the other sister starring Juliette Lewis. Oh,
1: 100%. As somebody who worked in the developmental field for 15 years, yeah. she is clearly demonstrating certain um, movements and behaviors of somebody with a developmental delay yeah. or autism, like under the autism oh, spectrum. Yeah. Um, which is 100% fine. And I welcomed this new character. I
0: welcome them, just not what's going to happen uh. coming up. So, as she runs through the sandbox maniacally with her little shark toys, Watching her creepily is none other than our shark mistress, Allie. They have this fucking weird exchange. Hi, I see you here. Wanna play? I like your sharks.
1: Me too, sharks are so cool. No, please don't eat me! I uh, meet not you right now. What are the good parts?
0: <laughs> Things are getting weird. I don't know, but we are at the part of the movie that is just starting to feel wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, Allie asks the girl what she likes about sharks and starts stroking one of her toys sexually. The girl asks her what she likes to do, and Allie answers with,
1: I like to get wet.
0: So yeah, it's all of a sudden night, and the park shark girl is covering Allie's eyes from behind her and leading her to an above-ground pool in God knows whose backyard, because there's no way that this young woman owns any property her parents
1: are probably in bed or something i was gonna say
0: is this her parents house someone needs to be watching her she's bringing a strange woman home to the pool Mm -hmm. um anyways she reveals the pool to Allie and is like you said you like to get wet so um yeah if you watch this movie it should solely be for that one line i i highly
1: highly oh i like the next line she's gonna say
0: okay so Allie starts (laughs) sex Sexly removing her jewelry and high heel shoes as the young woman talks to her shark toys behind her. Allie slips into the water and does a couple of awkward laps back and forth as some weird sexy beat plays in the background. The shark girl then says something along the lines of, I can take a hint.
1: Well, because she's looking yes. and staring at her seductively yeah. while swimming. And yeah. it's like all of a sudden this like little like like well like this adult young woman who has the tendencies yeah. of a like young girl Ugh. is suddenly like i can take a hint Ugh. and like strips down as well with a I bow know. rat style bathing I suit i know
0: i know i know okay i'm fucking dead okay so the yeah the shark girl then proceeds to clumsily struggle out of her clothing revealing her borat bathing suit <laughs> and she jumps into the pool to join <laughs> Allie. Um, after she jumps in, the girl starts squirting herself in the face with water with one of her little shark toys, and Allie starts sexily circling her. The girl asks what she's doing, and Allie says, listening to your heartbeat, it's going so fast, before slipping under the water. Suddenly, we're in Allie's bed as she wakes up from what I am so thankful was a literal wet dream. I am so happy to be done with that scene, and I can stop talking about this now.
1: I just, I feel like this movie missed out. Like, they they kind of went in the middle of two different ways. They tried mm-hmm. to keep it a little bit PG. Mm-hmm. But if they would have went off the wall with it. You're already like, there. Yeah. When she slips under the water, maybe you see the girl go like, oh, oh, oh yes. you know, and then starts violently moving around. She's like, yes. ah, yes. you know, and, like, if you're gonna, and then she eats her. If you're going to
0: insinuate mm-hmm. the weird um like dominant older woman seducing a younger uh, stepdaughter innocent moment at the park or whatever the fuck like I mean I already feel like going to jail
1: just yeah
0: describing it that way until
1: the end of the movie then we'll go to jail yeah then
0: we'll go to prison um if you're gonna insinuate it do it when she slips under that water make it make it make it what you wanted to make it what's his name
1: Donald, Donald, Just ask the girls to take off their shirts, too. Like, I mean, you may as well just go full out snuff shirt. Yeah.
0: Anyways, it's your turn, please. Thank oh. you so much. Tag in. Tag in. <laughs> tag it in. All I'm right. done. After that scene, I don't, don't want it. I don't want to
1: take it, please. I'm so happy I didn't have that scene. Ugh. We are back at the lake, some lake, with my least favorite character, our girl, Nancy, from Ghost Masturbators. <laughs> I just really hate her. There's just something about her that just drives me nuts.
0: Yeah, it just rubs you the wrong way.
1: Yeah, sorry, Nancy. Or in a- real a- life, a- a- Adrian, somebody—I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, she is seizing once again on the ground, and she seems to be having a blast while doing so. She fucking you can, loves it. you can, you can just hear it in her voice. It's coming her camera dude takes off at the best part and misses the money shot aka the pov shot of her getting penetrated by the fish ghosts (laughs) like where are you going dude is this not the premise of your entire show
0: you're so right this is a show to prove that ghosts are real and de- demonic shit is happening. The second she starts rolling her eyes back and is squirming all up on that ground by the lake, he's like, fuck this shit. Me and my two eyebrow rings are getting the fuck out of here.
1: Like, she's literally getting banged by a ghost. Come inside me. Yeah. Anyways, Fish as I come. wait for ectoplasm to shoot all over <laughs> her face, we cut over to a woman taking a little dip at dusk. Again. Oh, dusk. Random woman? Random woman we've never seen before? Lake victim number two. Mm, Jane Doe. (laughs) Jane Doe. What happened to the news report? Don't these people know there is a shark eating all of the women at this lake? Where are the authorities to enforce their no swimming rule? Also, just a little advice. Do not swim at dusk or dawn when you are in the area known to have sharks. Mm -hmm. That is their feeding Mm -hmm. time. Another random fact about sharks. (laughs) It looks like someone else is looking to go for an evening soak as well. Our girl, Allie fresh from her wet dream. Ew. She's probably still aroused. Oh, throbbing. She slowly enters the water and seductively swims over to the girl. They kind of eye each other up and down and Allie goes under. Pause right here for a second. I'm gonna throw some ideas out there. Again, if this were my film, I a hundred percent would made this so much more erotic. If you are going to if you're going to have so many hot bodies in a movie, please use them. I would have A went full sex scene route or at least went the comedy route like when Allie goes under have the girls start thrashing around in pleasure like Allie is doing some fun things to them underwater and then when they are about to climax boom screaming blood and scene yes right all we can the redo way this movie. we
0: would do it better mm-hmm. but maybe no. we'll have an option for
1: Shark Exorcist 3 tag yes. us and Donald tag us and Donald <sighs> oh god but no the girl is pulled under and she is then seen floating away with a little touch of blood sprinkled Mm. onto her body do you think they just got a little too excited at the beginning stab scene with like the gallons of blood when sister blair stabbed like victim number one and used up their entire budget yes Yes. that 300k was
0: put towards that one scene and Mm. then that was it yeah sorry we're out of money
1: As we leave our floating girl, my question is answered. We get a quick shot of a sign knocked over into the blood red water that says no swimming, shark sighting. I guess that's that's how they stop people. And and it's knocked over. So no one saw it. Looks like their huge effort to keep people out of the water is really working out for you, New Orleans, Tennessee, wherever (laughs) we are. Meanwhile, Nancy looks like she's about to break out into thriller or some sort of spoken word performance as we see her standing in between some pillars at a large landmark. And in classic me style, I needed to know what this landmark is and to find out where the fuck we are in this movie. The landmark we are seeing, our ginger ghost, is the Parthenon of Greece in Nashville, Tennessee. (laughs) They are Athens, Georgia, (laughs) Nashville, Tennessee. They are seven hours from their original location of New Orleans. Shut up. And I just Googled filming locations and I am right on the money. Maybe the bodies of water are connected. Again, I Googled and the Mississippi River does empty into the Gulf of Mexico. Lake Pontchartrain is an estuary connected to the Gulf of Mexico via the Rigolette Strait. I also learned that the lake is an estuary. What is estuary? Yeah, and, and so that's Lake Pontchartrain. Okay. An estuary is a partially enclosed coastal body of brackish water with one or more rivers or streams flowing into it, and with a free connection to the open oh, sea. Oh, I was gonna
0: say, does it connect to the ocean? Because that's the only way. At least, do you, I'm so happy you looked into this because at first I really thought that they were at some little man-made swimming hole off the side of a highway. The fact that these waters genuinely connect to the ocean. I don't I, think they planned it. You definitely not. No. Nothing was planned. But the fact that it is plausible that a bull shark could get in there yeah. or so you've one said the one once great white shark ever. uh one hammerhead or whatever the, like our the tiger, three, shirt, the tiger shark whoever made it I'm just happy that it's possible because if not we could all go fuck ourselves mm-hmm. and be done with it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We can all go fuck ourselves or this movie can go fuck itself.
0: I'm going to fuck a shark officially. I'm
1: gonna fuck a shark in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, I have a little bit more about the water system there. So, again, estuaries. So, estuaries form a transition zone between river, environment and maritime environments and are an example of an ecotone. Estuaries are subject both to marine influences such as tides, waves, and the influx of saline water. Oh, she's salty. Mm -hmm. And to fluvial influences such as flows of freshwater and sediment. The mixing of the seawater and the freshwater provides high levels of nutrients, both in the water column and in sediment, making estuaries among the most productive natural habitats, in the world so basically also too like i was saying like how it's dangerous because there's such a mixture of the two it mm-hmm. just creates like this really lush underground like ecosystem so that's another reason why it's fucking dangerous as hell to be there because not only do we have these like toes undertones and waves and shit like that You have shit underwater that you can get tangled up in. It's going to
0: wrap you all up and suck you down. Like, didn't that girl from Glee die that way? Like, she was entangled in some stuff? She
1: was trying to save her son.
0: Was he also entangled in the (laughs) snares? Yeah,
1: and then she jumped in to try and save him. And, like, yeah, she either got pulled, like, into a current or an underweight undertow or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that's brutal.
1: That's so crazy you're talking about that because I was literally just watching um, Celebrity murders or deaths or whatever <laughs> death by celebrity yeah <laughs> and they Fame were talking kills. about the glee guy but it uh, oh and they were talking about the sun's anarchy guy that guy's crazy
0: i it, feel like everybody on glee is cursed haven't they had like four deaths on that show i've never watched oh, yeah. it so i don't really know like who anybody is but i do it's see the, the curse news
1: of of theater arts yeah it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get you one way or another baby
1: yeah anyways thank you wikipedia who gave us all this information and everybody please go donate to them all of your favorite podcasts are using it and they once again are, need our help and jamie donates five up. times a day i give like three dollars every time they ask so yeah. it's not like a lot but also i'm poor so
0: jamie's in debt because she only don't uh, donates to wikipedia every single day <laughs>
1: She doesn't eat I'm anymore. Like, instead of a shopaholic, I'm just texting <laughs> yeah. you. I'm like, Mel, I donated to Wikipedia again. I can't stop. I don't know what to do. All right. Okay, so yeah, again, if y'all remember how at the beginning I said it was dangerous, it's because the water, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, thick ass seaweed, marsh, you get snagged, you drowned. Also, the causeway is not the set of stairs, which is what I thought it was. Like those steps are still, I think, what you can get sucked under and there's like nothing there. But the causeway that. is actually the long bridge that you can see that goes over the water that we kind of see in the back. Um, yeah. In what, I some thought of it thoughts. was
0: a dirty highway.
1: It is a dirty highway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can see in the background. And the closest thing like I can compare to is like the bridge that we would use to go over to PEI from like the East Coast. Okay that's what i imagine because like Mm -hmm. that isn't that just like a long road that's like not really like a bridge it's not like high 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 it's like i have
0: not been that far east in canada no
1: i did go over the bridge but i just can't remember anyways (laughs) lastly asshole people have been drilling for oil there forever and the lake really went to shit there are a lot of conservation efforts going on through to clean it up though so how about we stop drilling for fucking oil you pieces of shit it's right.
0: 2024 officially like can we not do it any? there's got to be if i can put a solar panel and have my christmas lights charging you know what i mean like we don't need it anymore we're done can
1: we just start thinking a few generations ahead <laughs> like instead of what's filling your pockets right now i should be able alive.
0: to piss in a car and it should run on my own piss that's you know
1: that just makes me think science. of uh, robin biggs remember that show yes And remember, they converted a car to run off of, like, uh, fryer grease from a restaurant? They they did it on YTV, too. Why aren't we using fryer grease? It goes in the garbage. Because
0: nobody's going to be a billionaire off of fryer grease,
1: Jamie. uh, Except for little people like us who own little tiny fucking restaurants and shit. That's not the the way they want
0: it. Not to get tinfoil hat, but, you know, please keep talking about the water.
1: All right, back to the movie. (laughs) Remember, shock exorcist. (laughs) Fuck, why am I like this? That's what I wrote in my notes. (laughs) I did it. I did it. I did it. Also, fuck you, Plex. I will never use you again unless I have to. (laughs) Every time I pause and resume, there's like a three solid minutes of advertising. Mm -hmm. It is on Tubi, though, for all of you rushing to catch this masterpiece. (laughs) But my Tubi has been freezing up when I rewind lately. So I went the flex or Plex route this time. And just as Mel insists on finishing every one of our fucking spring onto the slab <laughs> yeah, movies, baby. I cannot start something without finishing it or completely destroying it and starting again. Alright, so we are back in Greece in the Pillars with Nancy, <laughs> and we see the ghost debunker chick on her cell phone.
0: Hey, it's me Brianna. Yeah, I'm at the park. I that bitch Nancy from Ghost Whackers here. I know she's up to something and I'm going to expose that bitch for the fraud she is.
1: Ghost Faker approaches Nancy who is serving undead realness. She's walking stupid. She turns stupid girl. <laughs> Ghost Faker she falls over. Nancy then falls over her and starts puking water all over her face. So stupid. I mean, P.S. I'm pretty sure we never see these two ever again. Never. This is the
0: final scene that they're in. I thought that they were going to be main characters because it seemed like that's the route we were going, but I guess not.
1: There really was absolutely no purpose of Nancy, the ghost person, ever. Ever being no. in the movie. How
0: ever. about Brianna Ghost Faker? like, how about her for no reason? Well, she reason. was there
1: because of Nancy.
0: Yeah, I know. Just eliminate the two of it.
1: Eliminate everything. <laughs> but either way, I'm disappointed that fucking Ghost Faker could not handle getting actually puked on with like chunks of shit. Like mm-hmm. it's literally just water. Mm hmm unless this is some like societal commentary on like skinniness <laughs> in the movie industry i have no idea
0: <laughs> or it's that you know sharks are in the water so of course she's just gonna be puking saline <gasps> oh solution she's on
1: the shark now so that's where she goes she's that's where they all go every yeah. time a new yeah. person shows up and disappears shark. a new shark is born <laughs> <laughs> all right end scene we are not along the pier or wait we are now along the pier <laughs> we are not along the pier <laughs> Okay, we are now along the pier, and the camera appears to be following a burly Italian-looking motherfucker <laughs> jogging. He looks like he just ate a bowl of copasa oh with a few glasses of red. Cabagool. Actually, if he had a drink in one hand, I would have confused him for Julian from Trailer Park Boys.
0: Fully. Like, Fully. legitimately, like, just twins.
1: Twins. In. Twins
0: of the Trailer Park.
1: Twins of the Trailer Park. We get several shots of Julian. On the sidewalk, down some steps, jogging <laughs> on the docks, past some really unhinged-looking old man who giggles as he <laughs> passes. And as we watch the longest scene in this film, oh, Mel and I so yell enthusiastically at the screen, Still drumming <laughs> Suddenly, stumping, something, something, something <laughs> stops him in his path. And I am shocked that he is not out of breath. He approaches the water and... Julian vomits all over the crime scene, and we get another look <laughs> into the warped mind of Donald Farmer as he mentions how hot she is, and he'd still do her in between throw up.
0: I love that this is like not only a puke fetish film, but also a necrophilia film. And we're just combining fetishes here very shark, dark ones.
1: Necrophilia. Yeah. I can guarantee you he probably has like an amputee fetish. Definitely. Which Gar- is minimal. what brings the shark such like like pleasure the idea oh, that it could unlimb somebody mm, yes yes mm-hmm. anyways that's the last time we ever see julian or the lake lady <laughs> i'm just gonna keep saying that to help you all out because we are gonna meet several other pe- people briefly throughout the room and you'll never
0: see them again yeah,
1: film starting right now <laughs> welcome we are in the parking lot of sal's pizza <laughs> Two 20-something-year-olds run towards a parked car with another 20-something in the driver's seat, who Mel lovingly coined Emma Roberts from Wish. hmm And I hate both of them. Yes. Apparently, the two young ladies, Holly and Michelle, are pledges to Gamma Beta Zeta, and the driver is not happy. Her name is Sheila, and she's a bitch. A f- stone-cold bitch.
0: You're a bitch! <laughs>
1: My mom's name is Sheila too And that's not the only thing These two have in common Uh, But um Before they're inducted Accepted I don't know One of those They still have Whatever you do One last test There's still one more initiation Another If you think you can handle it But I understand If you just want to give up No way Never Wait What's the last test Are you both wearing your swimsuits Like I told you to Yes (laughs) Great. Buckle up, girls. It's going to be a bumpy ride. And off they go. They arrive in a parking lot and the pledges are immediately directed to remove their clothes by that bitch, Sheila. And if you listen closely, you will hear what many assumed was intentionally added for added creep factor. Get out, both of you, and leave your clothes here. This is a regular. This is regularly heard throughout the film, and according mm-hmm. to a Reddit it's contributor insane. who worked alongside Donald Farmer, he is just a breather. LOL. Okay, Reddit user xenu two one one two. The pledges are informed as they strip, and the heavy breathing continues <laughs> that they have to go for a swim, but not just anywhere, but in Paris Landing, where there has been a recent number of shark attacks. The instructions are for them to swim out as far as they can and stay in the water for 10 minutes. And if they make it out without being eaten alive, they officially (laughs) become sisters of Gamma, Zeta, Beta, which originally was Gamma, Beta, Zeta. Is this sorority even real? Sheila sounds like she has a middle school education. (laughs) Fast, called out <laughs> fast forward and the girls are in the water that's right they swam as far as they can go how far did they go
0: mel up to their fucking ankles jamie really risking it all for alpha gamma zeta beta Theta.
1: this isn't good enough for that bitch, <laughs> sheila she wants them out to her, their necks but the girls are scared and beggar not to make them go any further and just like that as if an angel is sent from above <laughs> I mean, our Lord and Savior, Satan, now available in shark form. (laughs) Say goodbye to that bitch, Sheila. We get a brief flash of a very edited, inverted color shot of a shark jumping out of the water, which we assume eats Sheila and is so heavily edited because why, Mel? Because it's definitely stolen footage of a shark breaching water.
0: hundred percent. Yeah. hundred (laughs) percent. Stock footage, jacked.
1: Now, cut scene. We are in the foyer of Emily and Allie's house. Emily answers the door and we see our priest aka shark victim number 1 tw- twin's twin brother
0: <laughs> Father Michael.
1: He is looking for Allie and Emily asks him a few questions like is he a stalker? Is he a stripper? Because the last time she met a priest, he didn't turn out to be of the holy domination if you know what I mean.
0: Brr, brr.
1: That was my joke, not hers. I tried to make a purse sound and it didn't go
0: very well. I'm
1: like. The priest ignores the stripper question, but says he is not a stalker. Emily mentions Allie tends to attract all the boys. Boys love Allie. She just has that look. And I'm like, you mean slutty? (laughs) Just come right out and
0: say (laughs) what you mean, girl. Honestly, like, let's not. We love a slut. Yeah.
1: We, we, We are called two cheap whores. Yeah. They walk into the living room and the priest turns to Emily and says. Emily, can you please sit down? At what point did she introduce herself? The
0: answer, never. How does he know her name?
1: I thought you said you weren't a stalker. Oh,
0: I, I thought you said you weren't a stripper either.
1: <laughs> he said he was an Allie's stalker. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. <laughs> the priest begins interrogating Emily about Allie's shark attack. Apparently, there was a shark attack a year ago in the same location as <gasps> Allie's. That's Paris Landing and not New Orleans. And he's trying to find out if it is the same shark. Emily is confused. Insert audio t- 4012. What's a shark doing in a lake anyways? All of the things happening, including you showing up here and asking about a shark, aren't all connected or anything, right? Like Allie's weird behaviors. This is what Emily says, by the way. (laughs) Hold on. Emily says, all of the things happening, including you showing up here and asking about a shark, aren't all connected or anything, right? Like, not like anything to do with Allie's weird behaviors. Tell us, Emily. Tell us what the weird behaviors are pause insert audio all of ali's weird behaviors mm-hmm. including sleeping taking sleeping, baths taking baths not eating not eating <laughs> and i'm like same yeah. <laughs> the priest takes the information and tells emily he has to tell her something and i can't wait to hear what that is yeah i can't wait cut to the next scene <laughs> uh. we are at the fair where we see ali circling around sniffing kids and shit <laughs> And unlike most of our other characters, Lauren is back walking around (laughs) and playing games with some fucking schlub. And even though we never find out who this loser is, we know who he is, who is clearly giving off fuck boy vibes. We assume it's Bobby. It's Bobby. Allie's ex, who we early deduced that Lauren is now fucking Mm -hmm. because she sucks. Be a girl's girl, you hoe.
0: I didn't figure out it was Bobby until i looked at the imdb i'm pretty sure really yeah and i was like wait <laughs> that was the first time you watched yeah. it though i was yeah i was like hockey hair nobody gets it the no. first time
1: hockey hair is bob oh my god of course it is mm-hmm. now ali has caught their scent and is slowly following behind i mean we assume so because like i'm sure that they take different like scene cuts and stuff mm-hmm. never see her actually following them now cut back to emily and the priest jumping into a car Now cut back to Allie, who is now eyeing some fish at one of the game booths. (laughs) This reminds us that she's a shark. Hashtag just shark things. Emily and the priest arrive, but it's too late for our two lovebirds. As we get our first shot of Allie's new set of teeth. Yeah. As she watches Bobby walk away from Lauren. It's time for you to get fucked over, boy. 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 Shout out Phantasm, Mm -hmm. our last episode. So yeah, we're still
0: following Lauren and Bobby on this completely silent date that is happening. There's been no dialogue for maybe five minutes now. And he's just palming and pushing her head away as she points to different rides that she wants to go on. She's oblivious to his douchebaggery and also her friend who is stalking her with a very big teeth. Eventually, Lauren is abandoned at the Ferris wheel and be- begins to do something that kind of resembles crying uh, and we continue this feverish, dialog 70s-filtered nightmare as we follow Lauren's date to a trailer. The bathrooms? Doesn't matter. Allie, with her He's shark teeth. going to go do a bump
1: in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Allie, with her shark teeth, sneak attacks him and bites his neck, and they fall to the ground. Good thing Papa Michael and Emily just happen to be right there. So Father Michael can, the power of Christ commands you, at Allie, who is eating Bobby's neck on the floor in front of the candy apples.
1: But we don't even see it
0: we we see jack shit we see her bite his neck they hit the floor and then we see the, the priest standing priest... over like
1: it's like they did those on different times like the two scenes were directed yeah. at different times because why wouldn't you just show her on the ground like looking up like yes ah, as,
0: as the priest pulls his crucifix out or whatever it's like the power of out? christ commands you Anyways, um, we fade to black and we come back in over a spread of Dollar Tree candles and tiki torches. We're in a random field and Allie is tied to a tree. Well, not really tied. She has her her wrists hanging in some very loose loops. It must be chilly because Allie and Emily are wearing matching black hoodies because fuck wardrobe continuity. I love how the priest and Emily are not only they not only shark napped Allie from the fair, but either left or hid Bobby's mangled body and no one noticed the murder or abduction. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think we're about to do a shark exorcism now. Jaws reference. Anyways, Father Michael says he's going to perform the exorcism. Emily asks if he knows how, and he says, not exactly. The demon lets the priest know that there's one way to stop it and to come closer, and then pea soup sprays him because why not have a Reagan reference in here too? After all, director slash writer Donald Farmer claims this is a cross between Jaws and the Exorcist. Anyway. Father Michael is pissed and he starts fucking choking out Allie while Emily tells him to stop and that he's going to hurt her. Remember, that's her friend Allie in there. That's
1: my best friend Allie. That's
0: my best friend Allie. <laughs> Allie gets loose. <laughs> that's my best friend
1: Allie. Hey best friend Allie.
0: Allie gets loose and they're kind of standing in a circle awkwardly for this fucking exchange. You were talking it's not Allie. Remember that. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry.
1: Are you frightened priest? Are you like kill this body? I want you
0: to. I want you to destroy it. So then you're so all going to I will not let you win. Be gone, demon. In the name of God.
1: You will relay this body and have a little bargain. You'll take me? I think that's a better trade. Your body for this woman? Yes. Okay, just set her free.
0: So yeah, much like The Exorcist, this priest is like, hey, demon, take my body and spare this woman. And Emily is like, no, don't do it. But Allie she makes... She loves him now. Oh, she's in love with him. Allie is also in love with him, makes out with the priest, aka her husband in real life, and transfers the demon's soul. The priest... Just like Jason
1: goes <laughs> to hell. <laughs> it all comes back. Oh, fuck. We'll add them to the universe. They're all connected. Ash versus... Tall man versus Freddy versus Jason Jason versus versus shark. Priest. (laughs) (laughs) priest. (laughs) So yeah, with the
0: demon now inside the priest, his eyes begin to glow red. We pan to the sky and there's a flash of a full moon. And then the priest the priest bites Emily's arm and she runs off crying. Oh no! Oh yeah, I'd also like to mention he bites her lower forearm. Forearm. Mm -hmm. Keep that in your fanny pack. So we pan back up to the swirling sky, which suddenly opens up, and the demon shark CGI swims through an eclipse at the priest and alley as she laughs, screams, <laughs> and everything goes red lightning before fading again Interdimensional
1: to black. shark, shark Hole. from the planet of okay. the tall man. <laughs> Return of the shark of the planet of the tall man. It's so Part two. twisted. Why has the shark
0: kept itself in the lakes whichever lakes he's in, this whole time. But we now figure out that he can cross dimensionally spread through a Wormholes. portal. Wormholes from water to sky. Is it the full moon only during a shark exorcism that this going to happen? <sighs> Anyways, I'm sick about it. But you know what? It doesn't matter because guess what? We're never going to see Allie or the priest ever again. again. We don't ever find out what happens to her the pre no it doesn't fucking it's done it's done put it to rest i hope you don't want to know i don't give a fuck i don't care we're moving on back in we're in a pickup truck being driven by a blonde woman we have never fucking seen before because that is the only consistent theme in this movie if it's not writhing women on the ground it is you're about to meet a character you'll never see before and you'll never see don't get invested don't ever get invested so we're just watching her drive and drive to a parking lot. She parks terribly and we follow closely behind her as she heads to the tree line.
1: Oh, she's such an asshole. She's got a big <laughs> truck and she does that thing where she parks right in the middle of two fucking spots. Three she spaces. She doesn't want anybody <laughs> nicking her fucking precious truck. There's no Whenever one I there. see trucks like that, it just makes me want to like walk by with my like spiky fucking belt or something. Key and be like, that car. Oops. I'm joking. I would never.
0: No, I never have done that before. So, yeah, she parks terribly. We follow closely behind her. She's heading towards the tree line and some water. I also want to mention that this is one of the best parts where you can hear the director cameraman heavily breathing the entire time. Mm-hmm. We are following her and her tight shorts that are kind of wedging her upper butt.
1: Oh, yeah, this girl. I'm yes. like, where are you going? And I'm like, <laughs> I forgot all about this.
0: It was. It's easy to forget. We've watched this scene twice now. <laughs> this is my favorite scene. <laughs> I'm so happy. Um, I'm happy when I say that this is a, a movie of more fetish content than film and vindicated because as we pan out, we see a random hand gripping a tree. We pan out further. There is a random man hiding behind it or trying to you can see his whole body behind the skinniest tree he has sunglasses and a safari hat on he's watching our new random blonde woman find a lovely patch of dirt to lay her small towel down on and strip off into her bikini
1: how infuriated was i when i saw her put Kate. There is this lovely, lush patch of grass all around, and then you see some picnic tables, which have you know whenever people walk around mm-hmm. a grass area so much that it just wears it down it wears to dirt. Nothing. You know that those areas are littered with cigarette butts, gum, broken bottles, spitting bottle. yeah. glass, and she picks the dirtiest-looking, worn-out spot right beside a picnic table with her little, and even her arms touching the Everything's ground, touching and I it. Hate it. It's
0: there is grass all around. She chooses an actual patch of dirt and on top of it, it is a fully overcast day. I'm talking about not a single patch of blue in the sky. The wind is blowing. You can hear it, of course, because no mics, just whatever the thing is. mean, if you was on. like in
1: like a Caribbean country, you could still get a good tan, but yeah, I mean. No,
0: it looks fucking free. And wait, how cold
1: does it get in Tennessee again? Because we were like, whenever he was doing yes. the exorcism, we were seeing the breath, breath come out, and I was like, there's no way. I mean, if they're in New Orleans, no. it's hot as fuck. In Tennessee, I'm sure. I looked
0: it up this time of year, four degrees. Mm-hmm. So cold enough, yeah, your breath is gonna start showing. The girls, like in that, the exorcism scene, both wearing matching black hoodies. You can see that they just ran to the store, grabbed whatever they could. They were too cold to wear it's their It's like going to
1: Rockfest in Montebello and during <laughs> the day you're sweating and then at night you're like soaking wet, yes. freezing yes. on every drug imaginable, dying.
0: <sighs> Anyways, keep that cold memory in your head because mm. yeah, the wind is blowing. It looks cold and she's laying there in her little bikini. She's all... got
1: a perfect body. She's like buff. She's,
0: she, listen, she looks great. But she's laying it all on the line, health included, all for shark exorcist. So we pan over her body a lot, and you can continue seeing, actually hearing the cameraman just loving it. We jump back to the stalker's perspective, who starts walking towards her as she's texting obliviously on her phone, before putting it away and laying back down on her little towel. The stalker creep proceeds to walk right up to her he starts photographing her on his phone from one foot away i'm talking about he's his feet are one foot Ugh. his foot one foot away from her she doesn't even notice he's hovering right on top of her he's air gliding his hand over her body I feel so
1: violated for her like he's literally he's reiki like r-wording her Ooh, yes
0: like other r word <laughs> yeah
1: like literally it looks like he's like performing some reiki yes. energy healing on her in the most dirty sexually fashion. disgusting and that Ugh. voyeurism basically right would mm-hmm. that be in the category of voyeurism because oh, he's yeah. doing something and watching and stuff and like being w- out in the open oh know? yeah and that's he's... like ne- that's like the level before serial killer so
0: man he had the balls to walk up to her glide his hand over her take photos of her as as she's lying down with her eyes closed like i just don't understand why this is happening it does not evolve this it it? doesn't evolve the plot what happened to the shark demon what happened to the priest emily ali or even lauren what happened to the sorority sisters on the dock what happened to anybody no we've got now got this random assailant with a fucking samsung phone anyways yeah we get a tight shot over her shoulder as he flips through all of the photos he took of her on his phone right in front of her as she cloud tans. I can't say sun tan because there's not a single fucking ray in the goddamn sky. I mean, if you're going to be a fucking freak stalker, at least scrub through your gallery at home. He is hovering over her, checking out her shots. Anyways, as if this is not beyond fucking insane, all of the shots we are seeing are just of her torso and her crotch. Uh, she eventually gets up starts getting dressed and then starts screaming not because of the stalker who dissipated into thin air but because out of nowhere or the water nearby i guess sister blair our nun from the beginning comes up and stabs the woman i also just want to say that the blonde being stabbed screams like an actual baby
1: Actually, on Reddit, somebody pointed out that she sounds like a bird stuck in like, I don't know, like like dying inside oh. of like a tunnel. I don't know what they said, but it was something <laughs> like that. It sounds just like
0: Bunny just doing little barks right now. She's doing little baby bird screams. So anyways, our nun, who we have not seen since the beginning of this movie, is now covered in this random woman's blood. She licks the knife all sexily because one thing this movie has been lacking in so far is euphemisms for ludax. <laughs> Sister Blair shouts, Hail Satan! And then out of the water comes, <laughs> out of the water comes, I don't know who, some girl with dark hair covered in blood wearing a gray pajama shirt? Is it the girl from the beginning? The one who calls her a bitch and says she knows what she did? Yes. Jamie. After realizing Mother Mary, the blonde woman at the beginning, cut and dyed her hair dark to be one of the witches in the cemetery scene, Mm -hmm. we are officially confirming it is Sister Blair's victim by the
1: water earlier in the movie. Jesus Christ, please help us. So she had blonde hair, long blonde hair, at the beginning of filming, and she was Mother Mary, and she gets killed. And then we see her again with shorter brown hair as a witch, mm-hmm. which is maybe a video yes, on the priest's priest phone. Maybe it's older. I don't even know. Let's not confuse everybody even more. But now suddenly out of the water comes somebody wearing the exact same clothes Great as shirt, Mother Mary, the, the skirt, blonde at yes. the beginning, but now with brown hair. So Short. we assume to make the secondary character of the witch look different. They dyed her hair brown Instead and then of buying a wig? Yeah, and then they just didn't dye it back and assumed we would never notice.
0: I also want to add to this confusion by saying every fucking character has introduced themselves within seconds of us meeting them and we've got a big name. A big name, Mother Mary. Mary Magdalene. Nobody called her Mar- that ever. No one said that ever and to call somebody Mother Mary assumes that she would be of a religious She was just a girl being like, I know what you did. She was just like a mother of a child. That's what
1: I assumed. Like she like Uh, was one of the parents. When I find myself
0: in times of trouble, like who the fuck are you? (laughs) Mother Mary comes to me and uh, anyways, Mother Mary jumps. uh, Sister Blair drags her into the water for once and they wrestle. We get another useless CGI shot of the shark and I have officially nothing to say anymore. Jamie, please end this.
1: Yes, I'm ready. Uh, Let's just blow through this, all right? I'm going to blow my brains out. How about that? (laughs) So once again, for like the second time, we have a repeat uh, character, Lauren again. Thank God. The last time we saw Lauren, she was at the fair with fuckboy Bobby. Yeah. And he abandoned her and she looked all sad and walked away. Thank God for her because Allie then maybe killed Bobby. We don't know. Was it Bobby? We never saw Bobby. Nobody again. Anyways... (laughs) Lauren is hanging out on the dock and she sees Emily approaching and Lauren for once looks like she's in a good mood and like she's happy to see Emily and like how are you how's like Allie? like all that shit and Emily just like looks way out of it she looks fucked up she's all like stumbling stumbling you know kind of like the other possessed people and um we notice one little inconsistency and that is her bite (laughs) from the reverend priest gentleman (laughs) Which was on her lower forearm is yeah. now on her shoulder. Shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe fine. maybe it's like a disease. I don't it know. It travels. Either way <laughs> it follows. Lauren's <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? Like, what's happening? Like and Emily looks over at Lauren and apologizes and says, Lauren, I'm sorry. God, God Forgive God, me. <laughs>
0: God. Forgive me. Everything will be all right. <laughs>
1: and just like that Emily jumps into the water uh, and Lauren is bewildered like what the fuck just happened and suddenly that CGI shark comes back and jumps up <laughs> and I don't know if we see it happening I don't yeah think we do. it just comes
0: out of the water and I guess kills Lauren. I guess
1: kills Lauren and and that was Emily who like when she turned into sh- the shark so when he bit emily it, it transferred it so follows like, so did they like ali and, and the priest just die i guess i guess and now it was in emily total or eclipse. everybody who... why did i make
0: that joke earlier total eclipse of the shark when it <laughs> came out of the
1: sky oh add that in add, add that, that in, in. Add add that that in. in. <laughs> tm 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 um anyways so we're left with that and we've got oh. enter credits and Enter Christ. We're just sitting there <laughs> laughing about how stupid this fucking movie is. But wait. The movie's not over yet. I'm going to jail. What is the secret scene? What is the secret scene? What is the secret scene? We're all going to prison. Now, I'm going to describe it to you. And it's going to sound really, like, innocent. No. But you have to really go watch this for yourself.
0: See we get how innocent
1: it feels. A young child. I don't know. Maybe, like, 14, 15. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a young child, I guess. Yes. I don't know. Either way, we are suddenly in an aquarium. Okay. Um, this girl, she's walking around with a backpack. Innocent. Innocent. Sweet. She's at the aquarium looking at the fish swim by, and then she goes over to the gift shop, you know, and there, amongst several other species of water creatures, are a bunch of plushies of sharks. There are exactly <laughs> two types of sharks. Each Area has about 5,000 of them. Yeah, this huge amount of shark. A great plushies. white shark, and then maybe a great white shark with yellow eyes. <laughs> we're not sure, but they were pretty cute. And she's like grabbing each one and looking at them and playing with them and then rubbing them against her face. Like, you know, maybe she likes the feeling. No of the dialogue teddy bear. again. This is not this just whole piano, scene. piano. Just piano mm-hmm. and creepy Donald breathing and following <laughs> a child in the aquarium. Oh. She's playing with these teddy bears. And rubbing them and, like, just putting one away, grabbing another one. Like, she's just testing each of them out. And then suddenly, like, she's not in the gift shop and she has a shark in her hand. But it's not any of those sharks. It's the same shark. It's a plastic toy shark, just like our our pool girl had. And she's sitting and leaning against the wall, holding it, caressing it, rubbing it against her face in the most phallic, symbolic. phallic. It's just... You may as well have just given her a dildo, because yes. I'm assuming she's about to go fuck... fuck herself. <laughs> but she's a child. <laughs> oh. But, like, I'm sure maybe he hired somebody who's, like, 18. Of course, looks just looks younger. Was younger. Like, I like fucking a little hope so, because if not, you're going to jail, Donald Farmer. <laughs> we're, Either we're way, bringing you there. we just get this shot of her playing, and... And then she starts
0: shaking a little bit, but then comes to... And then we get the shot from behind her randomly, and then she spins around. The the thing goes inverted, kind of like the shark effect that it did. And then she starts puking, and that's the end of the movie.
1: Yeah. So somehow at the aquarium, she became infected with the evil spirit of Satan Shark.
0: Oh, you're making way too much sense of it. You're you're actually making this make sense. Maybe
1: this is... What he's assuming is going to be the beginning of part two. Oh, so
0: we'll find out maybe what happens. Maybe I doubt it. We'll find it. out
1: anything. I doubt it. Do you think that anybody's going to, like, he no. must have another money, like, situation going on to be but Yeah,
0: trafficking these movies and making money. He probably <laughs> has, yeah.
1: some like, he's, like, the uncut edition of yeah, the extra. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, my no. God. Anyways, Mel, what did you think of this movie and what did you rate it? I think that.
0: Um, I thought my fever from last episode was over. You know how I was sick during our yeah. phantasm. Um, I thought it was over, but I guess I was wrong because my brain is burnt. Um i I liked the absurdity. I liked mm. that I could wholly what the fuck the entire yeah, time. I love that. but for everything else that I look for in a movie was lacking, no gore, no consistency. The acting was subpar. I'm so sorry, everybody involved. You tried your best and I do recognize that. I gave it a two out of ten. Okay. Solid two only because it was so fucked up that I had to give it one more point than I normally would have. I don't know what else to say. Like, I don't want to be mean, but also, holy fucking hell. Holy hell. At least we could laugh. At least we could laugh.
1: Yeah, you know, like how I rate my things is like by like a point system, kind of like if there's really good like cinematography, mm-hmm. yeah. If it's comedic, if it's yeah. good gore, things like that. So I'm also gonna give it. I literally just thought this now because mm-hmm. like I never thought about this film outside of us recording it because it's so.
0: You can't. You can't give yourself that much space in your life. No, you can't.
1: I'm also gonna give it a two. Mm-hmm. One for ambition. Yes everybody seemed to be trying maybe not successfully yeah but they tried they did try and i like to give participation points for that yes. and then one point for the absurdity because yes. we love absurd movies i need it to be horrible but you know what usually an absurd movie also includes like some good fucking gore like if there was just like a couple extra things like making it funny like and not making it seem serious like literally yeah. making it like maybe the second movie Maybe, you know Lean into
0: it. Lean into the like ridiculousness of it because
1: this This is the room of shark movies (laughs) and exorcism. But also no sweet Tommy for us to love i mean we
0: did have some tommy i know but like tommy and everybody donald
1: farmer isn't as lovable as tommy was not even close so we're not going to be going to a movie cinema once a month and throwing spoons at this movie Uh, showing dick-shaped shark toys just throwing dildos at the screen yeah shark-shaped dildos just splashing the screen lightly very lightly (laughs) and sexually
0: and then uh disappearing never to be seen again
1: yeah well mel before we get into what we're doing next Can you quickly remind everybody about our socials and whatnot?
0: Yes. So we love to post memes about all the movies we are covering. Uh, This one, we have absolutely no reference points. Usually we'll be like, yeah, like make it, make it, make it. We couldn't. It's so absurd. You can't even create anything, but we will. So if you want to see some of the scenes from the movies, we will be including some of the best ones on our IG at Cheap Horrors Pod on Instagram. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And... You can help
0: us out. If you like what you're <laughs> hearing, please uh, throw some coins at 2cheaphores at buymeacoffee.com forward slash cheap uh, We are the, much like Donald, we are the writers, producers, editors of our own content. And uh, anything helps. And uh, the recording is expensive. Somebody needs
1: to pay for the therapy. I need. Yeah, exactly. Movie. We don't have
0: three hundred thousand dollars to throw towards some underground uh,
1: fetish snuff like you've
0: seen today. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean we have some really cool stuff coming up. Mm. Also to anybody out there, you know, who's looking to support us, we're gonna be doing maybe a little contest sometime in the new yes. year. Just gonna drop that little hint there. But um before you go and before you stop listening, if you wanna hear what we're doing next, which is the remake of mm-hmm. House on Haunted Hill, yes. Not Vincent Price. No Vincent no. Price. Oh, it's uh what's his face? Um, the guy who plays uh Jeffrey Rush? No. Yes. Is Wait.
0: It? I. why do I feel like that's right? Come on, Google. No. Yes? Yes. Am I right? I think you let me just write who what what is it called? A house on Haunted Yeah. Yes. Wow. Does he play hook as well? No. Who no. Uh what's his face? I know. For some oh. reason they remind me
1: of each other. I've got sexier. it. He's much sexier. Dustin Hoffman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why would I think that? Oh, he's so sexy. But anyways, we will be playing um, right after we say goodbye and do our little sign off that I hope we remember. Nice. <laughs> um, we'll be playing the trailer for you for The House on Haunted Hill mm-hmm. that stars um, Femme K. Jensen. Oh, she's so she's beautiful. She's so fucking beautiful. beautiful. And And um, Ali... Larder. Yes. Who I have and a huge crush on.
0: Chris Catan.
1: Oh my god, he's oh. so sweet. He's like the um Matt Lillard of Thirteen Ghosts in yes, this film.
0: Fully yeah. Peter Gallagher, who plays uh uh Seth's dad on O. C. And he's also on the in, OC. in
1: oh wait, no, that I always think he's Eric Roberts yeah. in that video, Mr. Bright <laughs> Uh Tay Diggs is also in it. Who's the other beautiful girl that I have a crush on? Uh Ali, Ali. Ali Larder is the one.
0: Uh, she, I mean, she's in Legally Blonde. She's but then the there's another blonde. Bridget Wilson-Sampras, who plays oh. Melissa. Maybe. That's me. Um, and that's basically the only people who matter in the movie. Anyway, stay tuned for that trailer, and Mel, start our sign-off. If those blockbuster movies just haven't cut it... You can
1: always count on two cheap horse That's, I think, that's how it goes. Yeah! Okay. Bye! Bye! <laughs> I think it's actually... Um, If um, something about money. Let the games begin. Hey, I think I got something.